0: Hey everybody! Good afternoon. (laughs) Ah, it's so great to be back. Um, I was away the past two Sundays because I was serving on the on the Baguio mission team. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Lisa Kim. I serve as the missions director here at New Philly. And as uh, Pastor John Michael mentioned earlier today, today's a very, very special service because all three of our mission teams have triumphantly returned and we come bearing crazy glory stories of what God is doing in the field. So I know everyone here is excited. Amen. And it's my prayer that as you guys listen to these testimonies, that the Holy Spirit will really stir something up in your hearts. Because we know that even though there were three teams that were sent out, um, the important part was that we were sent out. You were the sending church. Uh, I know that when I was in the field, personally, I could feel, I could tangibly feel the prayer covering of New Philadelphia. There was so much grace so much grace, like for real. And not only that, um, we know that one of our core values is to be extravagant in worship. And as a missions director, I'm sort of in charge of like fundraising, I keep records, right? And man, I was so blown away. I was so blown away at how the members of New Philadelphia Church just so, so extravagantly into these trips. So today, it's our honor and privilege to share these testimonies with you. Um, actually, I'll be the first one to testify because I'm the only Ito member who was on the Baguio team. So I'll be first, and then we'll have our sister Eunice Co. share about her experience in Manipur. And then our sister Mina Choi, who's visiting us from the Hillside Campus, she'll be testifying about what God did in General Santos City in the Philippines. Okay, so are you guys ready? Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. While in the midst of missions training before the Baguio trip, the verse that the Lord impressed on my heart was from Isaiah 43:19. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. Through the New Philly Missions ministry, I have had some crazy experiences. I've seen God miraculously cut through miles of red tape, granting government permits in three days when it should have taken a week. I've seen cash-strapped mission supporters so generously in faith to then have the Lord overflow their own cups. I've seen people cry, fall, and shake under the power of God in every city we've ministered to across the closed nation of Myanmar. I've seen the Lord bring about more than 100 healings over the span of a few days in rural Indonesia. The list goes on and on. But even in the midst of this, my heart was crying out for something more, something deeper. I know that God always keeps it fresh. I do not want missions to ever be a pattern. I do not want ministry to ever be a formula. I said, Lord, if you really are calling me full time into this field, give me a taste of the excitement and the adventure that is in store. I know you take us from glory to glory. I know it is impossible for you to do any less. If this is the, if this is the case, I said, blow me away. Exceed my expectations, Father. And that he did. Amen. (laughs) The Baguio mission trip was an amazing experience because it was the most emotionally intense trip that I have ever been on. High in the mountains of Baguio, northern Philippines, the Lord kept on clicking revelations in my spirit about my family, about my calling, about the posture of my heart, about all these truths deep inside of me that I didn't even realize. One after another, these revelations came to the point where it was so overwhelming, in the best of ways, to process through it all. The Lord spoke to me about my father specifically, who was not yet a believer, whose emotional abuse and neglect has stirred up deep unforgiveness in my heart during childhood. The Lord has healed me, and my relationship with my dad is, has been healed in a very beautiful way, but the Lord was telling me that there's so much more in store. He spoke to me about the redemption that he is going to bring to my family through my father specifically, whose own testimony of salvation will bring many into the kingdom. The Lord spoke to me about many heart issues, almost as if he were shining a light deep into the cracks and crevices of my soul. Things that I thought were dealt with long ago were brought up again. My heart was going through a refining fire. <laughs> but on top of all these personal revelations, God also spoke to me on the macro level. He opened my eyes to the essence of missions, to the powerful foundation of my faith, the most magnificent miracle, even greater than the lame walking or the blind seeing, something that I'd surprisingly put on the back burner for so long. The prophet Isaiah declares, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. And what is this good news? It is the pure gospel message. It is that the creator of heaven and earth sent down his one and only son to die for our sins. Through the shed blood of Jesus, we are cleansed, we are made new, we are given the authority to do mighty works. Though we've done nothing to deserve it, God has blessed us with an amazing, amazing grace. I heard this message being preached at a public high school in Baguio. It was not with eloquent, it was not with eloquent phrases or with intricate analogies, lest the cross be stripped of its power. But for some reason, these kids who were indifferent to this group of visiting foreigners and almost mocking at the skits and presentations were suddenly becoming alert and attentive. I saw countenances change. I saw tears starting to stream down their faces. Jesus Christ died for your sins. Receive him today and you can become a new person. The preacher told the students to all close their eyes and then to raise their hands if they wanted to receive Christ in their hearts. I saw a wave of hands go up all across the entire room, every single student. I witnessed the entire too-cool-for-school, top of the social hierarchy, senior class, giving their hearts up to the Lord. Sinners who are dead were now made alive again and redeemed. God was demonstrating the power of the cross without me doing anything. In the past, I would fall into measuring the power of a ministry time based on the number of people who had tangible encounters with the Lord. Tears were great, but those falling under the weight of his glory were even better. Physical healings, deep deliverances at the altar. Oh, yes, Lord, jackpot, hallelujah. But in Baguio, the Lord was taking me back to the basics. Of course, this being a New Philly mission trip, we saw many people getting healed in the name of Jesus, Foot pain, arm pain, hypertension, partial paralysis, knee pain. We saw people cry and shake and fall under his glory. We saw deep works of inner healing at the altar, unforgiveness, bitterness just being lifted up. And I praise the Lord with all my heart for all those precious miracles. But in the midst of this, I thank God that he was bringing me back to the foundation of it all. That Jesus Christ gave up his life on that cross to give me a new life. I am chosen by him. But there are so many chosen ones out there in the world who have not yet had the opportunity to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. During my time in Baguio, the Lord did something in me. He placed a burning desire in my heart to preach the gospel, the pure gospel, to lead my lost brothers and sisters into his kingdom, to trust not in my intellect, my education, my eloquence, but to put my full trust in the work that Jesus Christ has already done on the cross, not only to heal, but also to save. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. It is my prayer that more people will be set free by the truth of Jesus to take up the identity of their old mortal selves and to take up their full inheritance as heavenly beings with such a rich, rich inheritance in eternal life. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.